mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 339 of There's No Place Like Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. I literally almost forgot the number and you told it to me two seconds ago. The minute I tell you the number, <laughs> I'm convinced I gave you the wrong number. Even if I don't know, like for no reason other than like I just said a thing and I therefore like, it must be wrong. What are numbers? <laughs> Today, <laughs> we are watching yeah. Stargate Universe. Season two. Yeah. Episode one. See, now I'm convinced I did give you the wrong number. Intervention. AKA, I don't have an AKA. We're just going to keep moving. AKA, our final season premiere of Stargate. The final Stargate. It's the final Stargate. How was your week? Um, it was one of those weeks that I feel like I was recording the last episode yesterday, but also four years ago. It was just a yeah. long, it was, it was, it was a long and short week. And to the point where I went, what did I read or watch? I don't remember. I do know that we did see Spider-Man. Oh yeah. Before we recorded last time. That's right. Or no, after we recorded last time. So we didn't get to talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> Okay. Which we watched. <laughs> I loved. And honestly. A husband Jesse. A wild husband Jesse appears. I was. I saw him at the corner of my eye and refused to look in that direction. <laughs> um, I will say. As someone who we know. Locks her emotions in the corner cupboard of her brain. The artwork. Like the look of the movie made me emotional. It's beautiful. Yeah. Especially um, Gwen's storylines. The watercolor work that they did and the way that they used color to tell a story was like, got me a little verklempt in I mean, you got to rewatch the first one. My take is it's not as good as the first one. I did an entire thesis on the (laughs) color theory of Spider-Man. Yeah. When the first one came out. They're really good at following through on the stuff they did there. The art is beautiful. Hobie Brown all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my favorite. Um, I mean, I'm uh, I was second in my love affair of that movie. Yeah, it was Hobie. <laughs> the the story. I think the art was distracting enough to not notice how the story was not story, unless you are a specific yeah husband Jesse who was like the story sucked, but. I had no problems with the story. Yeah. Um, I had no qualms with the story. Um, I am one of the hand. I think we're all some of the handful of people who missed that it's a two part. It's the first of the two part. Yeah, I didn't know idea. I was pissed. And then I went and looked online and apparently they're like, well, we didn't hide the fact. We just didn't blatantly overtize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Um, It is a little sloppy. The story is a little sloppy. It's not bad. No. It's just sloppy. It's a little bit like a six-year-old's telling you the story. And the artwork, 
I'm I we all know that I'm very superficial. The artwork made it up for yeah, me. Yeah, I will say so that pretty. the the soundtrack was not didn't hit quite the way the first one did. It's good. It's not bad. It's just not as good as the first. Is well, it suffering from a sophomore first, slump? Listen, the first also set the bar impossibly high. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but what do you do when you're the one who sets your own bar, exactly. right? You kind of have to keep breaking it. <laughs> but that's why it wasn't bad. I'm, I'll watch it again. Can I tell you honestly, and this is in no way, this is not a spoiler in any way, but my 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 biggest beef with with this specific Spider-Man trilogy is that the titles are so close to each other that yeah. I cannot remember the name of any of them. Because, I just had it. Because there's Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, and Beyond the Spider-Verse, and I know that's the order of them, but as I'm like thinking about them, like I don't remember. It's just first, second, and third. I don't remember the name. Yeah, yeah. Which name goes with which movie? That is very... Um... Let me give you a, a seven word title. <laughs> I don't know. It was a hyphenated word considered one or two words. A, 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 a seven. Yeah. Six. Six word title for three films where only one yeah. word will change yes. throughout the entire titles. That's actually my biggest problem. Yeah. And so if that's my biggest problem with the movies, I'm fine. It is gorgeous, though. Uh, and it does remind me that I just want to dress like Chloe Brown. <laughs> I want to look like that. Um, I first met Spider-Punk and I went, I I love everything about you. It, your illustration, yeah. your attitude, your everything. And that's, I think the, I think that's the person in my, in my like, in my uh, pretend to be goth youth. That was like the person I thought mm -hmm. I was being. However, I'm actually like fucking Unikitty over on the side <laughs> With excitement and passion and glitter and rainbows, but yeah. like I want to be the I don't give a fuck like punk kid yeah. and punk goth kid, and I'm like these these it's not you know. Here's what I want to share with you. I don't know if you know that you may already know this. If not, I want to blow your brain a little. Yeah. Do you know who did the voice of Punk Spider Man? Oh, you know I had it. Um, shit, I looked it up. Okay. But please tell me because I don't remember names. It's Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. And that is his more close to his natural accent yes. than any other voice he's done, which yes. I think is the best fucking part. Because uh, we met him in what? Get Out? I and then Nope? Yeah. Following. And so it's like, uh, I think he was in Black Panther. I think he was in the Black Panther He films. was in Black Panther, yes. But the fact that this is more <laughs> close to his actual accent, you're like, What? <laughs> It's a reminder that good actors are good. Yes. <laughs> it was so unintelligibly British Cockney. <laughs> I did, there's even a couple times where they like gave me the little pop-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of what the Cockney slang was. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, anyway. It's, it's, so that's the main thing that I did. There was a lot of just turn your brain off and play video games or so. I will say I my big accomplishment in crafting this week was that I now have two quilt where two quilts where i have all of the blocks done nice and now just have to figure out how they're arranged before i can finish the tops i like it um so that was this one quilt i've been working on for a year just over a year because it was a block of the month and yeah. i got real behind <laughs> it happens 
So it happens. that was my big, and it's not even done yet because the top's not done yet. But anyway. Um, I watched a lot of Summer Games Fest, a lot of new games coming. There's another stream today. Mm-hmm. Um, less important to me because it's Xbox and Starfield related, but someone on this table may enjoy it. I'm real excited for Starfield Night. I can't wait to watch it. However, I'm real excited for that game. Mortal Kombat 1, again, how to iterate and improve on something already incredible. They're doing it. We I'm excited. have such a great spread of video game interests between the two yeah. of us. Yeah. <laughs> it is very different the things we like. But I love that for Which us. again works for just us in general. But here's one that I think we'll both love. The yeah. new Sonic Superstars. Okay. They're remastering Sonic and yeah. it's going to be fucking beautiful. And I'm excited to play. I played so much sonic at like the the daycare i went to <laughs> i went to like one of the group daycare things yeah. like the kinder care style uh during summers especially summers when i was younger i played so we only got like 15 minute chunks at the they oh, had two yeah. game systems and so you could sign up and you had 15 minute blocks yeah and i remembered if someone was on like a hot streak people would donate at a young age, I'm talking That's like beautiful. eight and nine, we would be donating our time blocks to the person who's on a street. Yeah. That was my summer game as well. And it was like today's because back then there wasn't like save points. Come no. back, do it later. It yeah. was like today's the day I beat this game. Today's the day. And then it it was it took an entire summer. Mm-hmm. But I did it. And because we were Nintendo kids, we never got to play. Yeah. That's the only place I ever got to play Sonic. Oh, my god! So it's a very specific memory. And so I don't know how it's going to feel to play Sonic. Because the last time I played Sonic legitimately was when I was probably Gotta go fast. 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. Maybe. You just Sonic and Drakey, very similar mindsets. Yeah, they are. Just channel that. Gotta go fast. Gotta go and fast. It. September 28th, 2010. <laughs> written by Joe and Paul. Directed by Andy. Makita. We have one main new face, a new bad brain, if you will. Mm -hmm. Bad question mark brain. Yep. Uh, Julie McNiven, who plays uh, Jin. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely a face that we sat there going, I know that face from somewhere. Yeah. Why do I know this woman? She does have a face that looks like a couple other faces. She's one of those people who I think there's there's a there's a couple women who look like. Yeah. It's the Jessica Chastain. Mm hmm. Also, what's the woman from the Jurassic Park, the new Jurassic Park films? Oh, uh, what's the, I know her Bryce face. Bryce Howard. Yeah. Jessica Chastain meets a little bit of Anna Kendrick. Uh-huh. Um, those are the ones off yeah. the top of my head. Yeah. So Nick is a huge fan of Doom Patrol. So I've seen almost all of Doom Patrol. So okay. I've seen her from that. Okay. Because she has a reoccurring role in that. Nice. Um, I think... Uh, most people may know her as Pete Campbell's first secretary, Anna Milton, in Mad Men. That's where I know her. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, also, she was in, like, seasons four and five of Supernatural. I think I remember you being like, I think she was in Supernatural, so that makes sense. I f- it, the great thing about Stargate is, if you've seen them before, they've probably been on Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, 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 Vancouver. Yeah. Is this a Vancouver actor? <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, or have you seen them in Vancouver? In Vancouver. When I ever go visit the city of Vancouver, I just expect to see all of these oh, working actors. 100%. 
That's gonna be my equivalent the, of when someone goes to Hollywood and expects the to see people celebrities. watching. Just yeah. sit. Uh, just expect to like get some uh, good are coffee. Are you in a movie? Are you in a movie? Are you in a movie? And then just see like everyone from Stargate, Supernatural, all those Vancouver shows to be just walking by just on the street. I'm gonna man on the street and be like, "Excuse me, what sci-fi <laughs> show did you star in?" <laughs> That's all. Everyone will have an answer. Yep. Um. At the end of the episode, I did not go into the band, even though it's one of my favorite bands. Oh, yeah. After the Storm by Mumford and Sons. Yeah. It's I I adore Mumford and Sons. They're pretty good. Uh, they're all right, I guess. Yeah. They have <laughs> my perfect mix of folk rock vibes. Sure, yeah. It's funny because I'm a huge fan of the Aver Brothers. Yeah. But I can't get into anybody else. We left a music venue as the Lumineers started. We were like, I'm good. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. <laughs> so, Do you also like the Lumineers? I'm a butthole. Yeah. Well, what's funny is I, I love the Aver Brothers. Now listen to the Aver Brothers. Uh-huh. Aver Brothers almost get too... I'm a weird line in the folk rock world. There's something about folk rock. I think it needs to be segmented further. It does. Or there's some weird like reactive chemicals that yeah. make up folk bands because like because some of them make me want to b- gouge my eardrums out because ava brothers almost get too folk country for me sometimes yeah. and so that's why i'm like listen i want like i want to fiddle with a banjo but i want it to stay a little bit more on the mumford from sons yeah. spectrum <laughs> maybe it's because i like the harder hitting rock yeah so i'm like don't touch my rock yeah, um, just be folk. Yeah, if you're yeah, gonna yeah. folk, be folk. Yeah, and, and but I don't even know that that's the case. But there's something weird. Yeah, and I've expressed this. I like, um, I love music that has, for lack of a better term, like sh- like a showman. Like I like more drama. Yeah, so that's why I like Aver Brothers and even Lumineers. Feels like they have a little more drama. Yeah, behind it, if sure. that makes production. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But there's also there's a couple Mumford and songs Mumford and Son songs that have just a particular chord change in the middle of them that I'm like yes more of that and I can't explain it. That's funny. It's how chord changes can hit in your in your brain. Yeah, I like music, but I'm also an asshole. Okay, bye. Yeah, it's fine. Listen, <laughs> we have our things. Yeah, and There's... mind you, I don't dislike the Mumford and Sons. I yeah. just, to yeah, they're just not my first go-to. Listen, and this was a great choice for the montage. Oh yes, but we also know that um, I have uh, more. I don't want to say primitive. I have more limited music choices, and also I am the person who, when I find something I love, yeah. That's the thing I love. I've learned that I complain about other people being difficult to shop for because they buy themselves the things they like. And yeah. I realize I'm difficult to shop for the way a cat likes affection. <laughs> yes. Because it's like, give me affection. No, not like that. So it's like, give me the music. No, not that one. That's wrong one. That's wrong. Do it. You're doing it wrong. It's very <laughs> similar to this other band that I love, but. It's I also, don't love that but don't, one. Don't give me that. Yeah. So I understand <laughs> where I'm coming from and what I bring yeah. to the table as well. And again, we all. And you know what? But it's that, great that we embrace yeah, that's our how weird I exist interest in complexities. Yeah. <laughs> I love this thing. Not that way, though. Not the way you're doing it. 
this is the thing I found first, so this is the thing I love. Yeah. And I know this other thing came around later, and uh, it's objectively better, but this is the I thing I found I, first. I think we've talked before about my interesting scene kid days liking like Panic at the Disco yeah. and Fall Out Boy, but I don't like Paramore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why, I just could not do it. I did recently, and I unfortunately, I apologize, I forget the artist who did this embroidery piece on Instagram, but they had, um, they used the metallic thread and they made a disco ball with, um, I for, I think it was a possum underneath it, uh-huh. and it just said, "All panic, no disco." Yeah, that seems right. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. So we ended last episode and season with quite quite a cliffhanger, um, but we start in a very different and unexpected place. Yeah, um, I remember your reaction going. <laughs> I was like, "What? Did we play the right episode? What? What are we doing?" What's happening? This isn't even the right show. TJ wakes up in the log cabin, mm-hmm. uh, cl- cozy up in a bed. It's cottage core at its finest. Yeah. This, no, yeah. <laughs> no electricity. Ron Swanson dream. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is his happy, this is his happy place. Yeah. It's winter out and she realizes most importantly, she's not pregnant anymore. It's no baby. No baby. Because instead that baby is not far away from her on her bed who stayed quiet and coos at the perfect moments. That's never happened. <laughs> you probably woke up because of the yelling baby. Um, and she... And the comfiest furs, by the way. Oh my gosh. It's the fur game is on point. Yeah. Um, she picks the baby up and gets to have a few moments of mother-daughter time before Kane walks in. Kane is in the guy who led the idea to be left on the yep. planet because more powerful, maybe ascended people uh-huh. would save them and take care of them. Yep, that's fine. So there's a lot of what, where, how, what. Haven't seen you in a few episodes. How do we get here? Why Con- are we here? What's happening? Confusion going on. I am confusion. And Kane's like, well, take your time. That's a lot to take in right now. Um, sure. But you can't really be surprised that the people who built an entire solar system can do a little intergalactic transport. I like that his explanation to everything is just aliens. Yeah. It's just the aliens meme. It is the aliens meme. Like, okay, but that actually didn't explain <laughs> how anything happened. No. Aliens. aliens. Okay, but, but how? <laughs> aliens. But how did the aliens? <laughs> All right, I guess it's aliens. Did I yeah. stutter? Yeah, aliens. Aliens. The end. Um. Yes, that is your baby. Yeah. And she's safe now, and so you don't have to worry at all. And I'm like, worry. Um, so many worry. I feel like there's a lot to worry about. I think this is the moment where you go. Okay, I'm dreaming. <laughs> I'm dreaming or, or I died. Yeah. One of the two has happened. But I can just settle into this. Could. Yeah. That's this stuff is she's fine. There's definitely no reason to no, worry at all. No reason, no reason. Um, on Destiny, it's actually just moments after or before we ended. We see Eli running to get to the airlock to save Scott and Greer. He gets to it, equalizes the pressure, opens the door, and there's no one there. Dun, dun, dun. The guys are dead. Obviously, the end. No more Stargate. Yeah, he's like, I didn't make it fast <laughs> enough, and so they've died. They've burnt to a crisp because I couldn't run yep. fast enough. Mm-hmm. 
Just kidding. <laughs> in the in the ox control room that Brody and Rush are in, Eli sends them that message that they didn't make it, and everyone has about five seconds to let that sink in until Scott and Greer are like, "No, we're fine." Psych. Yeah. We're outside still, but since they knew, we're like, we knew we wouldn't make it to the airlock, um, but we logicked this problem and figured since the shields are protecting the ship underneath it, if we go under the shields, like under the ship, mm. we'll be fine and still protected by like the shields. Like little bugs. Yeah. Like little, uh, little, what is it? Don't the hobbits hide under something? What? Yeah. Film? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, when, when, before they actually leave the Shire, the, the Black Riders are coming through and so they hide like under the little hollow of tree no, roots. I'm trying to think, there's, what film is it where somebody grabs onto the bottom of a large animal and just hides that way as the animal rides away? There's a lot. That thing. They did the thing with yeah. that thing. They did, that's a, that's, that's the a thing lot. They did. Okay, bye. Uh, and <laughs> laugh, Rush laughs, um, in this way of like, why the fuck didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> that seems real you obvious. Dumb, smart idiots <laughs> is basically what he did. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, you idiot geniuses. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think, yeah. He's just so surprised at that. That's, yeah. that's why we're not protecting the bottom of the ship because the top shields are protecting. Ta da. Yeah. So now they can finish their way to the airlock. And Eli's over the moon to get the message. Just another day in outer space, he tells himself, mm-hmm. at laugh crying at this point. Yep. So the military portion of the crew of Destiny is still exactly where we left them, including Young, who is refusing to kneel mm-hmm. as the lights come back on. Vera runs in, saving everyone, essentially. He has serious issues with Danik's plan of kill everyone. Mm-hmm. The plan to kill all the military because they're a liability. And Vero tells him, look, Kiva's still alive, but the medic was shot. And that's the wrong thing to say with an earshot of Young. But Young also, (laughs) not that they didn't already know that TJ's important, but now they're like, well, she's personally important to him. If shit had not gone in your favor... Yes. This is really bad. You know how your side is freaking out because event- spoilers, Kiva dies? Yeah. <laughs> you know how your side freaks out when Kiva dies? Yeah. Had TJ died, it'd be on. It you 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 wouldn't everyone would die. Yeah. It's the thing though, you gotta pretend like you don't care. Yeah. If you're negotiating, you gotta be like, I don't even care if TJ dies. Exactly Whatever. what Rush does at the end of the episode. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, Young instantly snaps into action, just ramming his hand into Danik's throat and, like, tackles him to the ground. Yeah. No, mind you, no one else is really able to take action, and they quickly get Young back under control. Yeah. Under control as well. He's just screaming, you son of a, because for some reason he can't yeah. say bitch. I don't know. I wrote, the other bad guy is not a bad guy, is sort of how I He's wrote He's not it. a bad guy. He's just a bad guy. He's just a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danik wants Young dead. Young is just a little—he's he's a little wild animal at the mm-hmm. moment. Vera pulls Danik out into the hallway to try to talk reason into him. Look, we're gonna get their—we're co- gonna get their cooperation so they can—we can use the communication stones because we need some bodies for that, and yep. we can easily use their bodies—the Destiny crew bodies and the bodies, body swap. Bodies, bodies. Because who gives a shit what they say on Earth? 
they can't do anything. Yeah, they can tell us all the things. Yeah. Yeah. They can, who cares what intel they report back to Earth? It's like when your mom tries to yell at you over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Go to town, mommy. Yeah, have fun. You're far, far away. You're just going to hold the phone out? Yeah. To the rest of the room? I still have memories of my just, dad yelling into the cordless phone. Yeah. And my mom just holding it away from her ear. And the cordless phones had such loud speakers. Yeah, just put, you put it down, like go to the bathroom. Yeah. And it was like, you can't do anything. You're not here. Uh, and eventually Danica agrees, still wanting to murder Young with his eyes like Cyclops. But if Kiva dies, they all die. If they die, we all die. Yeah. Sorry, we just watched the Dolph Lundgren movie, so it felt like the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing we did not mention in our weekend. Oh, you, we didn't mention that. Yeah, we you did could, watch two uh, uh, Brandon Lee films. Yep, last back night to back on purpose. On purpose, all for the delight of a certain husband, Jesse. Yep, uh, they were fun though. They were fun. Dolph Lundgren at his finest. Wow, and, and Brandon Lee at the that just made me sad again that he's no longer yeah. here. Okay, bye. So Eli opens the door for Scott and Greer. Um, so thankful that they aren't fried. Greer wouldn't go say go so far as to say they're fine though. Uh-huh. But they're here and they're currently currently not dead. Yeah. To the shock of everyone, Chloe limps into the room. Chloe, who couldn't walk moments ago, who had no color in her face and looked like a warm corpse no and fell reason. unconscious. No reason. Somehow she was shot in the leg and is fine now. That can happen. You could just bounce back. <laughs> just from blood loss. People all the time just bounce back from it. Doctors usually go, don't touch him. Don't touch him. Yeah, they're, they're they just going to bounce back in a minute here. <laughs> she can't it's, explain it. The, the Chloe fallacy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, bleeding, the bleeding has stopped and she felt a surge of good again. And upon checking, no, her leg is no longer bleeding. She took a short rest. She used some hit dye. <laughs> <She> used, <laughs> that's how it works Someone now. cast cure wounds at yeah. fourth level. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how that's now how D&D works. Yep. It's like you just sit down to rest and you're like, oh, look, my wounds are healing yeah, themselves. My wounds are fine. That's, I mean, th- listen, that's what Pike does to Grog in the animated. Yeah. Just, just it's fine. It's yeah. how you heal. Yeah, interesting. And she's fine. Everyone's fine. We're all fine. Let's mm. ignore the weird magic healing for now Let's and figure out what's next. Let's not question it so it doesn't reverse itself, yep. basically. Just don't look the healing in the eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Thanks, healing. Gotta, gotta go now. It's like when... So Kaylee is not... Kaylee's not like a, a toy player like many mm-hmm. dogs are. So when Kaylee starts playing with a toy, like an adorable puppy, we're like, just don't look at her. Don't acknowledge it. Yeah. Just don't let her. Just do let it. her without it. Because even if you look at her, she's like, I wasn't the little angry lady that she I did, is. I wasn't playing with that toy. I'm way too cool to play with that toy. My prediction. Yeah. To what happened to Chloe, the yep. way they're going to explain it, aliens. Aliens. Um. But I. I. I, be- I, I believe we found her, AKA. Yeah. Aliens. aliens. Um. My prediction is it's some sort of radiation shit. Okay. That's what I believe. She's got super healing powers now. It burns some people and heals others. Yeah. So four people are swapped. We recognize uh, Ray and Volker, Mm -hmm. at least. And Dr. Brightman takes Ray's body. Three other medical doctors as well. And Beryl leads them away to get to work in the infirmary. In the actual infirmary, not the makeshift shit that we were at before. Yeah. 
So back with Rush and Brody, we find out that their plan worked. So we don't get full. We didn't get. I don't think last episode we got a full reason why the FTL's engines wouldn't fire up. Right. It seems like they were getting fried by the pulsar. Like they were building up enough energy to jump, but then the pulsar radiation would hit them and, and like fry, all the fry it and yeah. have to restart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that they're doing all this shields on one side of the ship trick, it seems like they would be good to go and their countdown clock's actually running again. Yep. But yeah. the question is, is leaving actually a good thing? Do we want this? Yep. Scott Greer, Chloe, and Eli are now creeping around the ship. This to me, this episode proves to me, if you just take a wide look at the episode, yeah. that every time Young and Rush play chess, mm-hmm. Rush wins. Oh, 100%. Every single time. Yeah. Okay, that's all. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> I was like, maybe there's a chance. I was like, no, 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 no. He's not thinking far enough ahead ever. It is, an- it is almost annoying how good at like three-dimensional chess rushes yeah yeah anyway okay that's why he hasn't been killed yet mm-hmm. by people on the ship is because legitimately they need him <laughs> to always stay gotta alive. stay one step ahead of the bread line one step ahead of the bread line <laughs> um so they're creeping around the ship clearly getting closer to the main inhabited part and they let Eli know where Rush and Brody are in the aux control room. So they can head there and Scott and Greer are going to go do some recon, check out the situation, keep creeping around. Mm-hmm. And with minimal debate, keep they split the party. on. So all the Freaky Friday didn't fly doctors are getting to work. Vero comes to check in. Yes, Telford's fine. Mm-hmm. That was a th- clean through and through. That's a surprise. I was convinced that Telford was dead. Yeah. But where his plot line's done, we can kill him now. Yeah, I was like, cool, I guess we're done with him now. <laughs> and he was only here for the first season. Yeah. The Diamond Phillips said other shit to do. He, Apparently not. Well, he finished whatever other shit he was doing. Yeah, so now yeah, he can yeah. spend more time there here. You go. Boom. Kiva was not so lucky. She's still in surgery. The bullet lodged in her liver, which is not a good place for bullets to be, by the no, way. No, bullets and livers don't mix they, well. They don't mix well. Almost as well as hearts and livers. Yeah. Or lungs and livers. Yeah. You should not have your heart in the same place your liver is. You know you you know where you can store your bullets? Yeah. Is you can store them in your butt. You could. Put them right up in the butt. You. That's a good, it's a good place for them to lodge. Yep. Nice meaty butts there. Yeah. Yep. You want meaty sections. Uh-huh. You want also those, because you get the meaty sessions, there's no place for the bullet to stop. It can yep. just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I would store all of my bullets. So Varel reminds Brightman that is in everyone's best interest if Kiva lives. And I'm like, you know, that that, that has really never helped <laughs> anyone keep people alive. You know, they weren't going to try their hardest because they don't think anyone understood the direness of the situation before. But now they're definitely oh, going to take oh, the extra steps. Oh, wait, is this important? <laughs> Did you literally bring me from across galaxies because this is important? I just thought you guys were doing some fun exercise. Yeah. God. So TJ is stable for now-ish. Stable-ish for now. Mm-hmm. But the the baby is struggling. Yeah. And they may have to do... They don't say specifically, but I'm assuming it's an emergency C-section. Yeah. And right now there's no promises that either will survive. Basically, it's fun like times. this baby is not viable. No. Yeah. Um, 
So speaking of TJ. Yeah, back in Dreamland. Um, her mind, all of her TJ's cunt TJ is mm-hmm. hanging out in the cabin spending time with her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, once the daughter is asleep, puts her down. This is the most here's <laughs> I don't know much about babies. <laughs> but first um, that doesn't seem like safe sleeping, but sure. I don't think that's Sid's appropriate type we're of We're in a magical blanket. place, so we're going to ignore that. Yeah. Um, two, that is the most quiet, well-behaved baby I've ever seen in my entire life throughout this entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It's fine. Yeah. So, um, puts the, the baby down in, in unsafe sleeping and heads into the main room to get some coffee. Logs are put on the stove fire. <laughs> this place is swank as fuck. Yeah. This is not a quickly put together to survive the first winter cabin. Yeah, you guys didn't make this. Yeah. Yeah. And Kane explains that they're actually struggling with lean tunes and suddenly aliens, aliens, <laughs> half a dozen of these cabins appeared aliens. in the valley. Yeah. Which were not there before. Yeah. Look, TJ, I think it's time you like spin a top and see whether or not it falls. <laughs> I think it's time to really make some sense of things. So, okay, here's what I've learned. Yeah. If you are lucid dreaming. Okay. Try to read a book. Yes, you've mentioned this. If you can read the book. Yeah. You are not dreaming. Gotcha. That's all. Go find some books, TJ. <sighs> That'd be interesting if there are books in this cabin that magically appeared. Because there could be books in it. Yeah. But what happens is when you go to read it, they're all unintelligible. No, my my brain is more like in this cabin that magically appeared there. That's true. Would there be books? I guess there wouldn't be. Yeah, I don't know. Because they know it's their flaw. But also, if, the, if they, they have to worry less about survival because they have the nice cabin. So maybe they have time to make books. Yeah, and if the cabin disappeared, I would put some little books into for my little humans to yeah. read. It's like when you capture a bug and you put little plants in there for it to play with. But like, what would the books be? Or how, just blank books that they can fill? How to aliens. <laughs> TJ's like, how is this not bothering you? How yeah. are you just taking this at face value? Yeah. Aliens. Aliens. He's like, I don't have to question it. We wouldn't have survived the winter without them, so I'm just thankful for them. The books are just acid paper <laughs> to just keep them in whatever fucking state they're in yeah. to not question anything. You know what they are? <gasps> you know what the books are? What? The books are the telepathic badge thing that Doctor Who had. Oh, there you go. It's whatever the fuck you want. It's it whatever to the fuck you want it to be. So it's one book in per cabin. Like everyone has one book and it's literally just whatever they want it to be. I love it. Um, There are some, I like that they don't specifically talk about it at any point, but there are some definite deep sub layer conversations about the meaning of faith happening in all this. They are. (laughs) That's a whole side podcast. Well, but again, and this comes back to Stargate that I think we've listen, they're not always doing this. They definitely the writers of Stargate have been very heavy handed in many places. But I do. This is another example of the writers of Stargate treating their audiences as intelligent creatures and intelligent people 
who can dive into that subtext without them specifically saying it. What I like is that the show's really good at teeing up a concept, yeah. never explaining it. And that's what I mean. It's it, just like, here, catch this ball. Uh-huh. You do with it what you want. So but, yeah, yeah. I appreciate any place that um, treats their audiences intelligent. Mm-hmm. So Kane figures that aliens, yep. <laughs> when she was physically here on the planet, they knew she was pregnant. Yeah. Because aliens. They and- scanned all of us, TJ. <laughs> and Kane somehow knew that TJ was bleeding on the table and this was the only option for her or her baby to survive where they would have both died. Yikes. That's fine. Pause for a second. And we're back. We're back. In the yeah. main control room. Yep. Uh, we meet Jin, our Lucian Alliance brain. Yep. And uh, I forgot. I think it's it's Jin. I keep wanting to go Gin. Gin like the drink. Yes. Yes. Uh, Vero is checking in and she knows the main countdown clock has started. So that's great. Mm -hmm. And they're going to jump in 30 minutes. So that's fantastic. Cool. That's fine. And that's when Dr. Brightman radios from the infirmary. She's not even holding the radio herself because her hands are covered in blood. Bad news for everyone on board. Yeah. Kiva's dead. Here's the thing, Dr. Brightman. I know that you don't actually exist on the ship. So you don't have anything on. But why don't you be like Vero... Could you come to the mm-hmm. medical bay so that you're not announcing? Because that's on a radio, and we see later everyone's hearing that radio. Yeah, and they're going to lose all of their shits. Yeah. So someone has cast Pass of the Trace on Scott and Greer because yeah. they're able to hide and not miss just being seen completely by They've the Alliance. They've got the good sneak going. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Not surprising. Greer's like, let's go get weapons. And Scott's like, I have another idea that could be more important. Mm. Either way, sneaky time. Mm-hmm. Brody and Rush freeze when the door opens. Mm-hmm. And they're like, there's another room or hallway between the main door and where they are. Mm-hmm. And so they can do this whole wait because you don't know who opened the door thing. They do twice in this episode. Yeah. In this case, it's Eli. Yep. And I, I do love, he's like, guys, do you know this ship's really big? Yeah. I feel like <laughs> when they open the door, Eli would still get smacked by me. Yeah. Just out of sheer relief. Oh, fuck. It's just you. And because you've been building up all this tension. Sorry. Like, you're still getting smacked. And again, don't worry about that bullet wound in Chloe's leg. It's just a flesh wound. Mm-hmm. Just, just fine. Look at don't it. Don't look at it anymore. Eventually, we'll get back around to what Rush's current plan is. Yep. So Telford's plan to transfer all the controls back to Rush didn't entirely fail. Right. They had started it. So Rush actually does have the control to slowly cipher power away from the shields. Mm-hmm. Yes, the shields that are in fact protecting us from the pulsar. Because yeah. if they don't, and if the shields stay up, the FTL engines will get enough power they need and they will jump, which is actually not what they want right now yeah. because the pulsar gives them a level playing field. Yeah, we're leveling the playing field. It's going to kill all of us. Mm-hmm. Together. <laughs> oh my god. And we will we all go down mm-hmm. together. I like how we go to two entirely different <laughs> songs. <laughs> I listened to a lot of Billy Joel in my life. <laughs> and I was going with the Decemberists. 
Yeah, that's what I was, it's, it's very on par for old school <laughs> and <new> school. <laughs> yeah. So when the Alliance finally realizes what Rush and Brody are doing with the shield, it's going to be way too late. And so Rush is, and his plan will be to force their hand into dealing. <laughs> it's going to be great times. So with Kiva dead, there is a bit of a power vacuum with the Alliance mm-hmm. because they did not have a clear hierarchy structure. The two main players are Danik and Vero. Mm-hmm. And one side wants to kill everyone and the other side wants to maybe keep a bunch of the scientists and leave the rest on the planet alive, which was the OG plan. We like that idea. Let's do that one. I mean, I don't love the idea, but I like it better than the other yeah. one. Yeah, no, I mean, if you're saying, which of these two do you want to eat yes. bugs? Yeah. Or die? Yeah. I'm going to go, I'll take the bugs, I'll take please. The bugs. That sounds amazing. I'm at least going to try the bugs. Yeah. I'll see what the bug situation is. Yeah. Uh, obviously, not many are going to voluntarily work with the Alliance at this exact moment, considering recent events. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but Jin found a single planet they can dial. It's locked out at the moment. Uh, she assumes it's because of the edge of, like, the edge reach of, of their glory. Stargate. That's mm-hmm. on the edge. <laughs> glory. But yeah. certainly not because it's a shitty place for humans. I mean, th- this this ship certainly doesn't lock planets out because they don't sustain human life. No, it's never a thing it's done. Jin yep. can unlock it. It's fine. She'll just, just throw them there work anyway. around it. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. Our guys haven't done that yet or tried it. No, I think they have because I think that's one of the early reasons they went, oh, this ship locks out planets that aren't good for us. Oh, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, we'll stop doing that. Thanks, Jake. So Vera wants to send everyone but the doctors and TJ since the doctors are going to go away and having a medic would be handy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, they killed, their medic didn't survive. No. Or they didn't think about a medic, either one. Yeah. They're, they'll find Rush and the others eventually. The ship is only so big. And it looks like they... No, I, I don't know if you guys heard Eli <laughs> earlier. It's real big. I do would love... And I think someone out there has, like, the size comparison of... Of, like, our ships, our Earth ships, like a okay. Hammond yeah. next to Destiny. Dude, Destiny's fucking gigantic. She's huge. She's a luxury cruise liner. She's a luxury cruise liner. Yeah. You know how, like, modern cruise ships make the Titanic yeah, yeah, look yeah, tiny? Yeah, yeah. That's what's going on here. I love it. Um, and Scott and Greer, Kino's were the things Scott wanted to go find. So they've actually snuck a Kino up into the vent Smart. and are hearing all of this. Spy Kino. Um, I don't know why I broke into X-Men right there. You know what's funny is, this is unrelated as well. But last night, do you know what song was stuck in my head? What? Bond. James Bond Jr. <laughs> no one can stop him, but scum always tries. <laughs> Young Bond cuts through their web of spies. He learned the game from his uncle James. Now he's heir to the name. <laughs> Bond. <laughs> James Bond Jr. Speaking of Jr., can I tell you yesterday... We were cleaning the house, and when we clean the house, we like to put on something on the TV that we've seen a thousand times yeah. and quote. So we watched, I know some people, I know 
controversially, some people say there's only three. We watched all four Indiana no, Jones films. Because the fourth one's only in theaters. <laughs> Coming soon. We watched all four Indiana Jones films. Um, because I, not shockingly, don't hate the fourth one as much as other people do. Mm-hmm. And what I discovered, more importantly than any of those films, of course, we did clean, but we also watched a shit ton of Indiana Jones just sat on the couch watching it half the time. <laughs> Disney Plus has young Indiana Jones as well. I did see that. And I did see that. I am so excited because I remember legit, I had a teacher that would just put on young Indiana Jones That's in awesome. the classroom. Uh, I'm so I'm I'm like I'm gonna have to go back. That's done. Yeah, you're due. You're due for a rewatch and watch Young Indiana Jones at some point again. I am excited. That made you. me so excited. Speaking of Junior, <laughs> James Bond Junior named the dog Indiana. I can't be the only one who watched James Bond Junior. I did not watch James. Tell Bond Jr. me about your. That's where I first met Jaws and his Jaws. Really? Mm-hmm. I just was watching. James Bond at a far too young age. No. There was no Bond fans in our household. So oh. for me, it was all the cartoons. Yeah, no, we... It was... it was. He was very handsome. It was holiday marathons at our house. <laughs> like, there was... So, the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas... Yeah. There was always... Because I think... Was it TBS? Someone would always have marathons airing. And that would just be on TV during like holiday family holidays yeah so we just watched just bond it was just on tv and so if it's one of the it's one of the rooms in the house you know because they're like that's safe enough for the kids it's It's just a little bit of sex it's fine it's mostly just blowing people up exactly the the american way you know those the big family gatherings like each room becomes like a different experience location yeah and so that was one of the experience locations you can come in and out of is just watching bond nice so back in Magic Cabin, mm-hmm. Alien Cabin, it's night out, and TJ's like, hey, Kane, um, so you didn't answer my question about how you knew what was happening on Destiny? Yeah. He's like, nope. It's because we're dead, right? Aliens. We're all dead. You're dead. You died. <laughs> I mean, who is not assuming death is, this is, this is like this afterlife is some, shit. Yeah, you're all lost now. You've changed yeah. those. <laughs> Spoilers for anyone who didn't see Lost. You're in the middle place. Yeah. <laughs> also, we finished watching The Good Place for nice. the 18th time. Um, and Kane's response is basically aliens. <laughs> and so the others who <laughs> lost, the others who stayed on the planet arrive because this is now the evening gathering place. This is the evening entertainment. Mm-hmm. Lots of excitement over seeing each other again. Greetings. Um, and everyone has heard TJ and the baby are here. So this is like the big exciting thing for this month. And I don't know much about babies, as I've said. <laughs> yeah. But when a baby's Every sleeping. Every time you say I don't know much about babies, I think I've gone with the wind. <laughs> And when the uh, poor slave girl is like forced to help Scarlet birth the baby, she's like, I don't know nothing about birthing babies. <laughs> okay. But I also, uh, babies are a little like puppies in that when they're sleeping, just don't look at them yeah, or they'll let wake them up. Sleep. Don't, they know if you're looking at them. Yep. They will wake up. 
So if the baby is sleeping in the other room, leave the baby to sleep. Leave it sleeping. <laughs> but with babysitters here, Kane and TJ now go for a walk outside. Um, back on Destiny in the infirmary, Telford's waking up. A bit of pain because pain meds are in short supply always. Mm-hmm. Here's the fun thing. No one knows that Kiva's the one who shot him or he's the one that shot Kiva. Yeah, this is where it gets like, he gets to do some really fun improv. <laughs> yes, and this all the way fucking through. <laughs> because the guys are like, yeah, so weird thing. You were both shot. And we can't figure out who shot you. And he's like, yes, keep it vague. We were attacked out of nowhere. Uh-huh. I didn't see them. Yep. The guy's like, that's weird because you weren't shot from behind. He goes, no. Nope. Yes. Kiva was shot and I turned around and then I was shot. And then the power was out. Remember, I'm going to yes and my way through this. I don't know how high he rolled on deception. But it's definitely that middle range where you don't know if you rolled high enough yeah. or not. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, Telford also here is that they the Alliance has control of the ship. Uh-huh. Um, don't worry about that whole other crew thing. We won't have to deal for them with them for long. And Telford's like, fuck. Yikes. Shit. Act like it's not a big deal. Great! Super per- that was yeah, too high just pitched. Fucking kill him now. <laughs> too far, too far, too far. Yeah. <laughs> so at some point, Ro separated Young from everyone else. Mm-hmm. And he's explaining that, look, we found a planet that you're we're gonna put your crew on. Um, we're gonna strand you there. And it may not be a super survival planet, we're not sure, but the options are limited, so it's either like immediate it's death. This or death. Or, yeah. or maybe likely death later. Quite literally this or death. Yeah. Choose your fighter. <laughs> it's taken me a lot to convince of the possible death solution yeah. <laughs> instead of the actual immediate death yeah. solution. Certain or probable yeah. death. Which one would you like? And there's a moment that Vero notices Young eyeing his gun and he shows, he's like, look, dude, there is a chessboard here. Um, I would notice that Vero does have a giant blind spot when he's looking at his chessboard. Yeah. <laughs> but he goes, yep. I want you to not die because your people that are going to go to the planet regardless mm-hmm. have a better shot of surviving if you're there. And I would like to keep as many people it's alive as possible. It's the thing of like, just keep putting shit off. Just keep yeah. putting death off for later. It's like yeah. unpaid bills. Yeah. Just keep pushing them forward. It's fine. Just defer them student loans. Exactly. It's not, it's not like we know where my brain is. Just yeah. tell the Grim Reaper... To come back later. No, thank you. What do we say to the god of death? Not today, <laughs> motherfucks. So yeah, we see most of the crew of the Destiny being led mm-hmm. through the Stargate. They have some boxes of supplies, at least. Um, yeah. And Danik may not know those exist. No, I think they're just not told. Yeah. Uh, even the injured are having to go through. Young is escorted into the room near the very end with his mm-hmm. head held high. He steps through the gate, leaving Destiny. And it's very clear that Danik would much rather all these people be dead. Yeah. The planet sucks. Super not great. The planet's real shitty. Planet blue. Uh, It's a little deserty looking. I'm blue. (laughs) (laughs) There's not many signs of flora or fauna. Yeah. And it seems a bit cold. Mm -hmm. Poor Riley is bleeding from the head again and limping this time. Yeah. But considering everything else going on, he's fine. 
James Just a little bloodstains. Fine. James points out that a storm is coming. Uh, lightning dropping in between the clouds and they need to find shelter real soon. In case anyone else hadn't noted from the fucking storm yeah. brewing in the sky, a storm is coming. A storm's a brewing. Yep. Eli is pacing a hole in the ground mm-hmm. in the ox control room. He's really worried. I mean, about everything, but specifically yeah. when he hears someone come through the front door, he heads forward, hoping it's Scott and Greer. And not surprisingly, it's not. It's not them. I feel like you needed a password. Yeah. <laughs> a knock. Yeah. Something. Visalign soldiers aren't going to know shaving a haircut. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Alliance. <bits. laughs> I almost knocked and then I remembered that I own dogs. Listen, I remembered very clearly I was going to knock and decided not to. Yeah. As one stares at me ominously. That is ominous. From across two roofs. That is the weirdest look. Speaking of Bond, he's got his hands crossed like a little Bond villain. No mommy. He's deep contemplating right now. I would like you to die. That is the look. So, not surprisingly, it's some Alliance soldiers who came in, guns up. They have just enough time to radio Danik that they have Russian three others. And the countdown stops. The countdown to jump to FTL, which Jin notices, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. And Danik tells his team to just kill Rush and the others. Just fucking kill them. Yeah. Well, Jin and Danik deal with the countdown issues, and we're going to talk about that in a second. Scott and Greer are able to get the sneak attack in. Mm-hmm. So they come in. They tackle both the lion soldiers to the ground. So Here they come to save the day like Mighty Mouse. So Scott is punching and getting the gun and doing action movie stuff. Greer just straight up backpacks the guy. Yeah. <laughs> takes him down and just go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. And I think he just did that for sheer fun. He's like, there was probably a more efficient way to do it, but he was like, this just seems like fun. Greer did this because he's been waiting to do this for an episode and a half. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, he has multiple ways to bring that guy down. This is maybe not the easiest one, but this is the most fun. This is the most visceral for him. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And just slowly strangles him. Yep. Um, So back with Jin and Danik. She notices that the shields are now getting shittier. Yep. <laughs> Letting the radiation She's affect like, the engines. She's like, this is not good for anybody. This is a thing that we have not been noticing, but mm-hmm. now it's happened. And she doesn't understand what's going on. Danik shows that he's very similar to Kiva and that he has no issues, at least threatening murder. Yeah. To those who aren't good to him anymore. Danik's not the one we want to be dealing with. No. Yeah. And it takes Vero to stop Danik from choking her against the wall mm-hmm. and throwing her to the ground. So that's when the sneak attack happened during the old thing. And Rush, when that's over, radios Danik that his people are dead. And by the way, you don't know where we are because your people didn't say where yeah. they found us. Yeah. The countdown has stopped. You've noticed this. And it's countdown stops because I'm draining the shields. Yeah. And I'm going to keep draining the shields. I'm the captain now. (laughs) We're going to keep draining the shields until all your men put down their weapons. I am the danger. Yes. Sorry. Um, For those of you with keen hearing, there's a little boy drumming this room with his tail. And then there's another one that's about to hit the door with his tail. everything 
makes beautiful music to him. Okay, that's all. Danik is like, you're not going to do that, Rush, because you'll die too. And Rush is like, yeah. If I dies, I dies. The important thing is you don't have the ship, and that's kind of my only end goal right now. I've never loved Rush more. <laughs> really hitting my petty side well. I would rather die than give you this shit. 100%. Yeah. And Danik is frustrated and he yells at his people to find Rush and the others. And Vero again tries talking rationally and Danik's done with this rational bullshit mm-hmm. and disarms Varro and declares himself commander. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. No, I am the captain now. Mm-hmm. So of. back in the aux control room, Scott fills everyone in on what him and Greer saw and heard from the Kino. Yeah. They basically know nothing about this planet that all of their friends were sent to. They may or may not be fine. They may or may not be fine. And Rush is like, this is actually kind of perfect. Yeah. This is actually the best possible scenario. Because there's less pieces on the board exactly. for me to maneuver. He's like, look, they're keeping them. We're keeping the ship from jumping. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we can still go pick them up. The yep. planet's outside of range of the pulsar, so they're not going to... They're actually safer on the planet than they are on the ship, regardless of how shitty the planet is. Exactly. As for the rest of us, Brody's worked up some calculations that if even if the shields are lowered and they're lowered enough that it kills everyone on the ship, there's actually a couple really safe places on the ship because of their location and because they have extra, you know, extra shielding, basically. Mm-hmm. And one of them is hydroponics. Yep. So if they head there, they while they might eventually die from radiation, they can outlast anyone else. They they won't die from the pulsar. Well, I think the idea or is, immediately from yeah, the pulsar. they if all things considered, they would still die from the pulsar, but they have better shielding there. Yeah, I guess what I mean, they won't be incinerated on contact. The yes, way, yeah. They would be incinerated in two more rounds, yeah, yeah, but yeah. one more round will kill everyone else. They can yes. go dial back up the yeah. shields. Again, you're just pushing death off one more They step. can wait them out, basically. Because yeah. the ship doesn't care about radiation. Nope. Just yeah. organic matter yeah. cares just about us. radiation. We, we is organic matter. So, however, there are others on the ship that they would want to save. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Like TJ and the four people that were swapped, yeah. like Ray and Volker. <laughs> well, Volker. Um... <laughs> I guess kind of Ray. Yeah. I guess. So Greer and Scott are gonna go get. <laughs> Wait, she's not that unlikable in this episode. And then I realize you see her for like maybe two minutes. <laughs> so it's just exposure. There's too much exposure. exactly. So Greer and Scott are gonna go get the rest of them. They're the others are gonna head straight to hydroponics, and in mm-hmm. 15 minutes they're gonna seal the place up. Yeah. For serious seal it. See, let's keep the others out. Mm -hmm. And for a moment, you're like, radiation doesn't give a shit about vents. But then you'll realize later that, no, it's actually a good plan to seal the place to keep it airtight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the planet, the hurricanes are coming. There it is. Everyone's huddled together. There's no rain, but there's definite winds and staticky shit and bad times. Thankfully, James comes and reports back that there's a few. They're not big, but there is some shelter caves. They're about two kilometers. Yeah. As lightning crashes where they're standing, they cannot get to there fast enough. But wait, there's more. As the Stargate dials in, out come a few of the Alliance crew, including Vero and we know Cause. Um, It's everyone who is loyal to Vero. Yeah, basically the the slightly saner versions of the Lucian Alliance are here now. 
I would say saner and not as useful because Jin is still on the ship. And so far from her, well, yeah, 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 well, yeah, that that he allowed to let go because yeah. I feel like Jin would have gone. Yeah. Based on what happens later. Well, I or will maybe s- not. I don't Here's know. Here's the thing is these are the people who I either voiced their loyalty to Vero or that Danik has no doesn't trust. Yeah. And so Jin, to me at least, and we get very little of her, so I'm trying not to like portray any other shit. We get the feeling that she's like, whatever I need to say to keep me alive. I'm going to do that. And That's fair. this is where technology is. Yeah. And not the planet. I feel safer here. She, yeah. Yeah. It's fair. So Young doesn't even acknowledge him. It's so cold. He, he just. To, he needs to get better at this. <laughs> he does in the next scene, at least. Next time we see him. Yeah. I just think in general of wearing his fucking heart on his sleeve. Yes. As someone who wears her heart on their sleeve. Yeah. This is not the place, my man. <laughs> He's like, everyone move out, stay together. And Vero's like, can you acknowledge I'm here? I would like to also survive on this planet. Yeah. I'm here because I stood up for you and made sure you weren't killed like instantly. And Young's Seriously, like, dude. yeah, you can go fuck yourself. You help take over my ship. Oh, my God. Deal with your own shit. <laughs> Fine. Fine. You're bad at this. I mean, he, listen, you were just you were just praising Rush for his pettiness. Yeah, but this is <laughs> pettiness that isn't going to get you anywhere. True, true. Whereas Rush is like, this is going to be useful. His pettiness, his pettiness is more just petulant child. True. Okay, that's all. It's fine. So the four doctors have swapped back. Mm-hmm. Okay, just. The heads of these four doctors were like, I'm real glad I got out of that shit. I'd be like, I need to go to therapy and convince myself that this was a nightmare that I had and that there are not real people stuck in this situation. So Ray just swapped back with hands covered in blood. So she's cleaning them in the infirmary when she hears a single gunshot. And it's very thankful to see the Alliance Guard go down and Scott and Greer on the other side of that. Ray has never been happier to see Greer in her entire life. Yeah, the woman who could not stand. (laughs) I feel like he's like, ah, fuck. It's her. Like, I'm gonna save her, but God, I don't want to. Um, and it seems like she doesn't know where anyone else is at the moment, except for TJ. Yeah. Who is no longer pregnant? Nope. Listen, I get that she's no longer pregnant and that they removed the baby, but you're not suddenly not TV show. Yeah. TV show. It's not actually like the Barbie doll where you would remove the tummy. No, TV show. And then put the flat tummy back on. (laughs) TV show. Just putting that out there. They, here's the thing is they needed to make it very visually obvious yeah. for the audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fair. So Teach is going to make it, but Ray can't actually verbalize when they ask about the baby. Mm-hmm. And that just plays into this into this plot line for this episode. TJ lost the baby, but lost as in died or lost as in is not here. I don't know. I think that... How do I feel about this moment? 
as the mom, do you want to just believe that your baby is still alive without you? Yeah. And then that's comforting? Yeah. But do you actually believe it? And I think that's going to be an ongoing question. Yeah. Because that's also... If that's the lie, you have to sell yourself. But here's the thing, and we'll we'll touch on this at the very last scene of the episode. I mean, the episode is even getting you to, to ask, is the baby, like, are Kane and everyone else alive on that planet? And is the baby there? No. Yeah. That's but again, that's my which is also choice. which is also where I'm at. Yeah, but the show is is posing this other question. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just like the answer is clear. Yeah, but that doesn't. And this this is a little. But what is it? Yeah. What is what is you could really. If you start to dissect it and dissect it and dissect it, what does any of it mean? Why does any did, of it matter? Was the baby what ascended? It, yeah. Did the baby, like, did the baby we'll ascend? never know that they aren't. Yeah. So why couldn't they be? Exactly. Yeah. Is, that's, I think that's a more, is, did everyone on that planet get ascended? Yeah. And is the baby now ascended? Yeah. Is ascended the same thing as heaven? Maybe it's just our understanding of it. And maybe maybe they are dead and they're in heaven, but that's just how we understand what ascension means. Which it maybe they that the 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 planet also that baby did not earn ascension. I mean, did anyone on that planet earn ascension? Well, we don't know what they went through after we left. True. However, that baby didn't even become born. You, it how do you get extension without? I have a hunch, and Kane points this out later. That it's a if if baby get ascended, that ascension <laughs> is a gift to TJ because TJ yeah. would have stayed on the planet. Yeah, and like, look, we can't. We're not going to ascend you in this moment, but we'll ascend your baby. Yeah, it's it's again the thing with sometimes faith is that blind. Yeah, and I struggle mm-hmm. with that concept okay so her all. and kane are out on a walk yeah leading her to the shore of this like beautiful scene in the sky is not an aurora but what looks like a nebula mm-hmm. to just lock the image of that shit in your brain for yeah. later yeah <laughs> um, this won't come back at all it showed up last night just before tj arrived yeah and Kane thanks her because if TJ didn't go back with Young, none of them would have been able to stay here on this planet. And it was a sacrifice in her part. This is the part like the aliens knew that TJ sacrificed, which is why they're willing to ascend question mark. Yeah. Her daughter. That's an idea. And the other shoe falls. Mm-hmm. But you, TJ, made your choice. Your daughter can stay here, but you can't. And not to worry, we're going to take great care of your daughter. We're going to love her like one of our own. We're going to raise her up, but you will never see her again. Yikes. And the realize, realization of all of that hits her and she's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, this is my baby. <laughs> no. And just starts full mama bear running back to the cabin. Yeah. Oof. 
What did you do to my baby? <laughs> Give me my baby. So on Destiny, they know they have to get TJ out of there and to hydroponics. Mm -hmm. So they start to unhook her from the IV and everything else. And then there's some noise outside. Um, it's a great moment where the Alliance like tries to outsmart Greer and Scott. And we there's like that little like like random diamond square of hallways outside yeah, yeah, the infirmary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a gunfight at the OK Corral. It is. Mm -hmm. um, so like I said, I'll take it back. Brody is being very smart when he closes off all the vents and hydroponics. Because sure. I forgot that they're way more worried about venting of atmosphere. Yep. Yeah. So if they're making it airtight, they have all of these plants in here. And, and it's not necessarily enough to keep them cycling the oxygen for like a crazy long time. But again, they only have to last a long to be the last people. Just standing. the next, just one more step in the right direction. So it's been 15 minutes and they have orders to lock everything up and drop those shields even yeah. more. But knowing Scott and Greer and the others are out there and won't make it back makes it a very hard decision of sealing up these doors. Yeah, it's not easy, but thankfully, um, well, I'll let you get there. I was going to Eli and Chloe are begging Rush for more time, yeah. but Rush, for all his faults, knows how to do difficult math. Yep. He knows the real meaning of collateral damage. Yeah, and he knows that this is their best chance for survival. I mean, his too, but it's their best chance for survival. Mm-hmm. And the next pulsar blast is going to be deadly to everyone outside that room. And Rush is like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Sorry. That's just what we're dealing with now. And we don't know if we don't know if Jin's going to be able to figure out that the hydroponics is also safe. We don't know if people are coming here and right around the corner, which is why they have to seal the doors. Yeah. Well, so, okay. so the guys are still pinned outside the infirmary um, and Scott grabs a radio. Mind you, the radio that is shared by everyone. So Danik hears this as well. And Scott on the Alliance radio, which Rush can pick up, is like, hey, we're pinned down. You lock yourself in. Yeah. Eli picks up the radio first. He shares way too much of the plan. That they haven't like, sealed the doors yet. They can dial the shields back up to give them more time. And Scott's like, no. First, you're on a shared that. radio. So yeah. even more reason to seal the fucking I'm doors. I'm going to say no. Yeah. And they do. And it breaks all of their hearts. And again, it's... That's unfortunate. That's <laughs> unfortunate. That's unfortunate. That's my critical reference for the week. And... <laughs> <laughs> And again, Brody's not pushing a button here, but it's Brody who's having to do the work of welding up the door. Yeah. Um, and Go fucking Brody. I know. And this is going to come back. So this, the fact that he's had to do stuff like this earlier, mm -hmm. this is, I want to talk about this at the end. Okay. Okay, bye. Put a pin in that. So Chiche comes tearing through the door of the cabin, immediately wanting her daughter, which is still just happy in her little bassinet there. Uh, it seems like the others in the house also know the fact that TJ is not going to be staying here. Mm -hmm. She's in tears, refusing to leave her child. Kane has followed her and is like, it's not up to you or us. They can send you back whenever they want. Yeah. But at least, you know, now that your daughter will be safe and cared for. And I'm like, is how much how much of a, a comfort is that when you are? 
not the one there yeah. to comfort and save your child. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I I don't know. I think of like dire situations, right? Yeah. Where it, I don't know because I don't have children, but the instinct always seems in a moment of things are terminal. Yeah. I'm going to hand over my baby to make it live. 100%. This feels like the opposite. So I think of like women during World War II, Mm -hmm. Jewish women during World War Mm -hmm. II who were like, fuck it, I'll put my baby wherever you need me to put this baby and this baby's going to live. And I will will claim this is your baby and not my baby. Yeah. You know. The difference here is the realities are swapped. Yeah. So you're telling TJ, go back to life and leave your baby here. Yeah. And the baby is safe here. But you're like, but that's the life part. And I don't know what this is. Yeah. And I'm already fucking here with yeah. baby. Yeah. I'm here so with it's baby. Like, you can't make me. <laughs> and I, I would love to have seen the scene where she fights the whole way back. Yeah. That's all. So on Shitty Planet, mm-hmm. they're hiding in caves. Young and James are checking in on everyone who's split up amongst the caves. I don't know if there's anyone in this particular one. I didn't I didn't pay enough attention, but all of Vero's people are here. Yeah. Um, and despite Young's earlier tone towards him, he is checking in with him. <coughs> yeah. Not without a little bit of snark, but he's 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 realizing that they are going to need each other. Yeah. And who knows how long the storm's gonna be? It could be days. You put us on this planet. Mm-hmm. And that's when James, who's standing at the entrance of the cave, is just straight up hit by lightning. Can we just fucking... Why <laughs> does this universe have it... Is it the aliens? Do they have it out for James? I mean... What the fuck? There's a lot of other people that we know well enough. I mean, maybe don't hit Riley with lightning, but there's enough other people that we recognize their faces that you can Give hit with lightning. Give this fucking woman a break. She's fine. Every single time. That hurt, but she's fine. I'm just singed. It's just my pride. I just want her to yell Shazam. (laughs) I feel like. This is how she gets superpowers. Yeah. You know what? Here's what I hope. I hope the universe realizes how fucking strong she is. And and in the last season, she's just going to come out of the shower. She's like, I'm not taking anyone's fucking shit anymore. (laughs) I'm donezo. Can, can, can you, I retire from the military while on the you ship? You can't, yeah. Either that or go out in a blaze of glory. Because she's like, look, it's going to be me anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Okay. So in the Destiny's control room, um, other other bad guy brains can't stop the shields from draining. Yeah. And Jin can see that the next pulse will fuck them all. Jesus. And... We see before our team left the control room, they left some kinos there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget if we saw that last episode, but Rush realizes the Alliance now now understands that they have no choice but to surrender. Yep. But also, they just, there's someone now trying to open hydroponics. Yeah, yeah. And are radioing in that, like, we found it's getting where they're dicey. Rushing. It's yeah. dicey. Mm-hmm. Danik is ready to blow the door just to get this over with. And Telford, like, limps his still bleeding ass yeah. in. Jesus. Doubling dude. over. Pain is like, if you blow that door, you will also kill Rush. Mm-hmm. You have to learn where to place you need your Rush. fireballs. You need Rush or yeah. else you will die. You'll be dead without him. Yeah. And if you put a fireball 
at the entrance to the door, you will kill everyone in that room. Yeah. <laughs> and Jin's like, the next pulse is in five minutes anyway, so we don't have enough time to blow that door. Yeah. And Rush pipes in. He's like, look, at this point, you figured that you're fucked. Mm-hmm. And lay down your weapons, head to the observation room, and I'll raise the shields. Easy. Easy. And Danik tries to call his bluff. And Rush is like, well, here's the thing. We're going to be fine in five minutes and you're not going to be. Yeah. So you can go fuck yourself. Rush, hold steady. Yeah. Jim's like, look, I can't confirm or deny that Rush is going to be fine in five minutes. But Telford knows. I know that we won't be fine. I know that we will be dead. And Telford's like, I know the man enough to know that he is a coward and never going to sacrifice himself. He's not going to put himself in this position. And Dana's like, well, you have a bunch of people still on the ship and they're going to die too. And almost coldly, Rush is like, necessary sacrifice. If it dies, it dies. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What else is he going to say? Yeah. He's got to fucking stick to this plan. Uh, if he gives in now, the whole reason for doing this exactly. goes out the fucking door. And Danik still refuses to back down. And the people around him are like, dude, can you calm down? Like, we're going to die. And he refuses to give up the ship. Yeah. And no. Eli is watching this on the on the Kino and he's like, neither one of these assholes are gonna are gonna break. Yeah. Neither one's gonna break down. And Rush is hedging his bets. He's like, I'm gonna win. You're gonna die. I I'd like to think that Rush knew someone else in the room would break he knows there's a science person in there they've got the video that's what he's banking on yeah whether it's dan he's like i don't he's like he may not know who is gonna break but someone in that room yeah like i don't think rush at any point assumes he's gonna break what's his fuck i keep wanting to call him viral but the viral is the other one i keep swapping their names yeah 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 um at some point i was calling him Derek in my notes and i was like (laughs) that's wrong but I think he's like, I'm not getting through to this idiot. Yeah. But there are other people in this room. There are other pawns. Yes. There are other moves to make on, on the, the chessboard. Board. Yeah. But the, here's the other thing is. Rush is also someone who. Will say, I will have to fucking deal with the consequences later. But if That's it needs it. to come down, Rush will Rush will let. The radiation do its yeah, job. Yeah. He yeah. He's petty enough to do that. He will it'll suck. He will mourn Scott and Greer. Yeah, he, he will deal yeah. with the consequences, but he's also will know that he will have the ship. He'll, he's like, I'll feel those feelings tomorrow. Exactly. I'm not gonna worry about those feelings today. Fair. Fair enough. Telford again tries to convince him, but Danik just says that look, we were prepared to die the moment we stepped through the gate and just backhands Telford across the room. Fuck. Yeah. Here's the thing, Danik. You may have been ready to die the moment you stepped, but a lot of other people may uh, yeah, not. Yeah, this have... is where you fucked up because mm-hmm. a lot of the people on the ship are like, wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> That's not why I came. He likes like this guy's nuts. He's not going to back down. He doesn't want. He's like, I don't want the rest of our crew to die, and yeah. everyone, in the same way that everyone with Danik, everyone is like, you're crazy, dude. Just go along with it. Everyone in the control room is like rush seriously yeah you're you're playing with fire here he's like i know and rush is like yeah sorry but 
this is what I gotta do. Someone has to, someone has to toe the line. Like someone has to make. Someone's this gotta decision. be willing, yeah, to play with the fucking fire without losing their goddamn temper. Mm-hmm. And at the idea of possibly losing someone. Yep. Because guess what? We've had losses and yeah. we're going to have losses. Exactly. And we better make them calculated or else we're going to lose everything. Yes. Yeah. Danik tells everyone in the room, he's like, you know what this shit means? Are you really going to let go when you're so close to it? And from the floor, Telford is like, you all see how crazy he is, right? Yeah. He's going to get you killed. You have like four minutes. Says Telford being like, I think I know the plan that Rush is going for. Let's see if this works. Telford, um, or Danik walks over to Telford, ready to just kill him. Yeah. But the gunshot is not from Danik. Yeah. That rings out. The gunshot is from Jin. Finally. Standing behind Danik, killing, shooting him in the back multiple times. Yeah, well... She's probably not shot people often, so yeah. she's like, let me make sure I'm getting the job let done. Let me just double tap this. In for a, yeah, in for a penny, in for a pound. Double tap, I prefer. I like your version better. Um, and Telford's like, uh, she goes, Telford was right. Man, we're crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. And she quickly picks up the radio and tells Rush Danik is dead and that they will comply. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Everything's over at the end. Bye. So in Magic Cabin, mm-hmm. Kane tells TJ uh, or finds TJ in the morning, and we can safely assume TJ has spent the whole night just holding Carmen. Yeah. She tells Kane that she's her name is Carmen after TJ's mother, the baby's grandmother. At least I'm assuming it's not Young's mother. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing she's named the baby after her mom. Yes. Um Kane. It comes into the room and is like, look, this place isn't perfect, but it's a hell of a lot better than Destiny. Yeah. And he's still pretty sure whoever yeah. these aliens are, are going to help get them home. Mm-hmm. And she's like, if the aliens are going to get you home, why the fuck haven't they sent you home yet? Why would they make you cabins in the woods and not send you home? Because... We're dead in your brain. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. These are your brain juices talking. And <laughs> he's like, just to warn you, TJ, no one on the ship's going to understand or believe any of this. Yeah. Yeah. Because what they've experienced is going to be different from what you've experienced. Yep. They're going to be like, TJ, you were in a coma. And your brain was protecting itself. Yeah. Kane's learned one thing while being on this planet that out here, who you are and what you believe is everything. So it's up to you to mm, decide. There's the line. That's the line. That's the key. Let's not skip over that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for a second. I was I was going to finish the line. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he goes, so it's up to you to decide if this is a blessing or a curse. It's a lie. <laughs> but what do I know? It comes, it's, it's back to that belief which was i think such an undercurrent on that episode i believe that was called faith where we where kane and them stayed on the planet it's all comes back to that same into that same uh concept you know when there is something that you cannot quantify is that gap where 
faith and belief comes in. Yeah. Yeah. I will give credit to the writers. They give us a question to think about yeah. without trying to force an answer. And, and I think they did that super well in that, that first episode, the last mm-hmm. time we saw Kane as well. Yep. And uh, they do it really well here as well. Yeah. And TJ looks down at her daughter one more time as Kane says goodbye. And as she looks up, she wakes up on Destiny. Yikes. In the infirmary. And I mean, talk about confusion. I think I would tell myself it was a dream. Uh, Ray is there telling it to take her, just take it easy. (laughs) Dreading the obvious question TJ is going to have when she notices that she's no longer pregnant. Instead, TJ's like, how long was I gone off the ship? And Ray's like, um, what? You weren't? Huh? You wasn't. And neither one of them can bring themselves to talk about the elephants in the room. Um, Ray just says the doctors did the best they could. And TJ, if she could, would curl into a ball yeah. right now. But I have a hunch her her abdomen's a little sore. Uh, I have a hunch she just can't fucking move. That's what I'm I saying. would be surprised if yeah. she has the strength to lift her arm. Yeah, because she just kind of turns her head. Yeah, she's That's just what I was like, like fuck. emotionally, she's curled into a small ball. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think I, even the idea of like, Using your core at that point. Holy cow. Uh, Anyway. So Greer and Scott are in the gate room, welcoming everyone back from the planet. Mm -hmm. Greetings are had. Sighs of relief are had. High fives and fist bumps are had. Maybe let's not celebrate this big. We're still stuck on this ship, y'all. I don't know. Well, they're not. I, I think it's more of like. We're no longer on shitty planet. We're back yeah, on destiny that's fair, that's and, fair, that's and we are back in control of destiny. As, as, like you look at the floor and it's fucking bloody. Yeah. Like, let's take a minute. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, you're right. Greetings and solo. It's not like celebrations were had. I think it's just adrenaline where like, yeah, woo, here we are. It's yeah. like, okay, we're no longer in the midst of a firefight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have people off the planet. That's fair. Relief. There's a certain yeah. amount of relief. Yeah. Uh, Vero and his people came through as well. They get a little bit of an icier greeting and just point in the other direction where they can go. You don't have a choice, but you're going in that direction. Yeah. Uh, Young is the last through. And how, you know, sweet, how good, how how um, sigh of relief is this moment that to tell him, you know, welcome back. You are now still in control of this ship. Mm-hmm. Um, it was mostly rush. Scott says, but doesn't don't 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 short sell yourself, Scott. You did good work. Yeah, but it was important that they know like it we was. wouldn't have been here without Rush. Yeah. But also, um, the relief Scott had a moment ago is gone because there is one other thing that he has to tell you. By the way. This is where Mumford and Sons kicks in. Yeah. Destiny finally jumps into FTL, leaving this this fucking pulsar, <laughs> this Fuck. fucking spot. Um, young, finally forever get me out of here yeah young finds tj still in bed in the infirmary and takes her hand and tj like cannot even look at his direction yeah still does not want to look at people um all of the alliance members who are still here are in the cargo uh, a cargo room somewhere for the moment um Jin is there as we see the rest of vero and his men filing in and you know what's going to happen to them now 
and Eli is watching them via Kino. Not a yeah. lot of privacy in that in that room. <laughs> it's just one big room. Yeah, yeah. Here we go, just hanging out. Because that's a whole big question. I mean, it's definitely a question to deal with tomorrow. I, I think for the, you've got to at least address them, right? Because yeah. most of these people had some sense of humanity, some sense of rational nature. Yeah. Those who survived, yeah. Those who made it. Mm-hmm. So you want to go in there and be like. This is a really tense moment. Yeah. Here's some food. Mm-hmm. Let's all talk in the morning. Yeah. That's that, that's kind of what I'm going to say. Yeah. Deal with this shit in the morning. Yeah. But let them know. Yeah. Because otherwise, all that tension continues to build overnight. Yes. And you don't know who you're going to lose in no. that process. You don't know if you'll wake up and suddenly they all killed Varro and they're ready to fucking savage attack. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Noah slept in days, including yeah. Rush, who just stumbles, tumbles into his room, yeah, kicking off his shoes. Hell. And again, yeah. that undershirt. I don't know if he's ever taken it off. That shit's got to smell. It's bad <coughs> times in that shirt. And he just collapses into the bed, but then can't sleep because of um, he's I do this sometimes as well, where I just replay what the fuck just happened yeah in my head on repeat your brain's just trying to sort the day at yeah. that point like, and it will what? keep you awake for hours longer than you want to be yeah oh absolutely fuck. scott has no problem sleeping though because he he just they just him and He's chloe just tired yeah well, I also think him and Chloe um, had some stress release. Yeah, and then I think he took care of things for himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, celebrated being alive. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sh- but she's awake and she's poking that bullet hole scar in her leg. Well, she's got more things to think about here. Like, what the fuck is up with that? Maybe put a pin in that instant healing thing and we'll come back to it later. Yeah. Another thing where it's like, what? happen <laughs> how am i and no one else has really pondered it yet because of all the shit that went on that's something that can so clearly go under the rug they don't even yeah they don't those who have the for i think no one's got the brain power to no. and those who do what eli maybe because yeah. he's the one who has been there and he's like i'm not questioning it my no. friend's alive exactly the end uh and young just is thankful for moonshine and drinks yeah. this is yeah this is a, a rough rough one to watch um and destiny just- drops out of ftl fairly quickly but they're now in the spot they were supposed to be you know where yeah. they were supposed to drop out and after a bit of a stressful drawn out check brody confirms to Volker the there's part. no deadly radiation this is the part where okay. i don't believe brody <laughs> brody the man who's learned to make these hard decisions mm-hmm. brody stops Stares at this thing for a very long time. Yeah. Remembers that he and his friends and his shipmates have all been through some fucked up shit mm-hmm. and everyone's getting some rest. Looks at this thing, looks at this thing, looks at this thing. <laughs> he goes, fuck inside his head. And then he goes, looks like we're clear. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Brody saw something that's going to kill us all in our sleep. But he's like, like, you know what? That's how we're going to go. Let's not deal with that now. Yeah. We're just going to let everyone go in our sleep. Yeah. So that no one has to worry anymore. (laughs) That's how much I trust this man's ability to fucking just 
suck it up. Brody has become definitely like stealth MVP yeah. of this crew. Yeah. I I'm telling you. Or he's seeing something there. Or he sees something as like, I can deal with that shit. No one has to know about yep. it. No one's gotta know we were almost pushing the button. And I'm just gonna deal with that shit quietly and never tell anyone. Yep. Whew. So TJ crawls out of her bed from the infirmary. Ray tries to stop her, but good luck. Yeah. Good luck stopping TJ. Yeah. She needs to go clear her head, she says. Mm-hmm. And I there's a lot of shitty situations. There's a lot of shitty parts for TJ right now, but um up there is just everyone watching her. Yeah, that's the part where I think maybe if I were in race position, I'd be like, You're not walking out here yourself. Yeah. I will leave once we get you where you need to be, but I'm not letting you do this walk alone. And um, assume again, assuming it was a C-section, it's got to just hurt to walk. Just to exist. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, and she's not looking at anyone. I don't think she can bear to look at anyone. She just kind of is focusing on keeping it together. And eventually she heads to the observation area. And I'm like, you are heading to a place with a whole bunch of people. All of the people. But sure. But she goes to the big window there. Yeah. I and think mentally she wants to be alone. Yeah. And in shock, she sees the same nebula in front of them that was hanging over the lake on the planet. Yeah. Where she left her daughter. Interesting. Making that, you know, having those thoughts of maybe understanding what happened to Carmen is a moment of faith on her part. Yeah. This is real now. This is what it is. Fade to black. Yay! You make that choice on your own. I don't know. I can't speak from experience Mm -hmm. in this way, right? But the reality is that when I grieve and when I think of people that are gone, Mm -hmm. I constantly believe they're still here in one way or another. Yeah. So who the fuck am I to judge? Yeah. I believe it in different ways i think you know there's other stuff that keeps people here or doesn't or the ways that you can see them again because i think we're all just these types of energies but sure aliens the same way people map god onto things yeah god equals alien exactly yeah a thing that i cannot explain it it goes to that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic yeah i'm just gonna start calling everything magic yeah it's magic time listen if i don't understand it that shit's magic yeah what a heavy episode. Well, you know, surely the title of the next episode will give us some reprieve. It's only called Aftermath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um, I forgot to mention something at the top of this episode that I yeah. really want everyone to know about. Yes. Because I loved it. I, 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 I learned about it while I was walking the dogs yesterday morning and mm-hmm. I thought it was so beautiful. It made me cry. I think I shared it with I did share it with you. Um, I was listening to a podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, with Glennon Doyle, and they had um a a musician by the name of Karoke. I think I'm saying that right. Um, and their partner. Um, on the show, and they shared a song that is called "If I Were a Fish." Yeah, and it's kind of really beautiful, and it's about how being different and interesting, and and not the same is what makes us really cool in the way that if you saw a weird ass fish or as a lover of bugs, a weird ass bug, you'd be like, yeah. look at that fucking incredibly cool bug. And I just didn't get a chance to listen to it. So it's okay. Bad. 
Um, but anyway, that's the song. Uh, this feels like the right month to listen to that and think about how cool and different we all are and celebrate yep. that. Um, unrelated, you know where to find us. We're uh, at Gmail. There's something like terragmail.com. We're on Facebook. No place like Terra, sort of. Just email us, honestly. We'll get, to, the best we'll place. get to things. We'll get to things, I promise. And Patreon. But email's the best place. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.